0: Are we recording? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Two,
1: three, four.
0: So I hope this audio setup works. There's essentially a single microphone in front of the three of us. We can hang uh, it from the ceiling now if you want. Oh uh, yeah. Nah. Let me just. Uh, nah. Get rid of the toilet
1: sound. <laughs> Dude, that was my sound effect. Oh, that was your entrance music. That was. strange <laughs> was entrance music. The toilet.
0: 22 22? of martial arts stuff right now, and uh, Mike is here with us today. we three. have a, we have a special guest. A really Hello. Special guest. Um. Oh, uh, one of the things I wanted to mention is I'm actually gonna I'm gonna put this podcast on our Podzor feed as our final Podzor episode. So any of you that are still have the Podzor feed on an RSS aggregator or iTunes or something like that. Go search for martial <laughs> art stuff. Um or I guess I could just repoint it over to the other one. But that might be kinda weird. Yeah, I'm just gonna kill it. So yeah, everybody go over there. That's, <coughs> That's
1: everybody good. got that? Everybody got that?
0: Good. So how you guys been? Uh good. Good? Busy? Good? Christmas, New Year's?
2: Oh good. Busy. What'd you get for Christmas? Mike. Mike? Go ahead. What did I get for Christmas? Um not much. We got lots for the kids. Well, it was very busy over Christmas because I have a daughter with a birthday three days before Christmas and oh a my. son with a birthday three days that after would Christmas. So suck. So not Holy only did we crap, have Christmas, dude. New Year's, but
0: two kids' birthdays. So what would that be? June. No. Uh, uh, around St.
2: Patty's Day. You
1: know? March. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is, like, what you got for Christmas was screwed.
2: Yeah, yeah. for the kids, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, then you get the grandparents that bring the combined Christmas birthday, and yes. my wife wants to totally separate it. Yes. Uh, ah, yeah. yes. So yeah, the kids got a basketball hoop. My daughter got oh, a cool. bike, some balls, lots of play toys, Barbies, all the stuff little kids like. My wife's got a Barbie. <laughs> she collects Barbie dolls. Does, Does she really? really? Yeah. yeah. She's
1: got a. Uh, oh, and the ball, cat is very oh, interested in the, like Hello oh, Kitty. <clears throat> yeah, she has a whole bunch of them from when she was a kid. They're all still in the boxes and everything. Wow. And she was saying she's not a geek. Mint in the box. I am sorry. Anybody
0: (laughs) that has a doll collection where any of them have been unopened is an
1: official geek. Oh, yeah. Oh, and she's got any of them? She's got probably, I don't know, probably 40. Wow. That are
2: still in the box. Still Mint condition condition in the box. Unopened completely. Now, does she have dresses that she doesn't open that go with them or Mm -hmm. just the Barbies? Uh, No, just the Barbies. Okay. Yeah.
0: But Barbies are cool. Sure. She's so fucking hot, I know that.
2: My
1: wife or Barbie? A little bit of both.
2: I'm down with I'm not going to admit it in front of you, you know? Uh,
1: so what else? I saw the big fucking thing on your chair. Was that for Christmas? The big massager thing? I, uh yeah i got a massager thing for christmas that was really kind of a fluke uh i bought that a couple months ago for my dad's side mm-hmm. we do a, a white elephant deal mm-hmm. where yeah. everybody you know like we do at our little yearly thing and and like we did at the office yeah yeah and uh i left it here <laughs> <laughs> oh you you <laughs> left it here i wish I I wish I could say I conveniently left it here, but I didn't. It was completely accidental. Oh, shit, it would have been an dude. awesome gift, too. You know, and that was for your dad? Well, that was for my dad's side of the family, so that would have gone into the, the guy pile. So it could have been uh, a gift uh, that one of the guys could uh, take. And you and ended up having to show up with nothing. A yeah. case of motor
2: oil or something that you picked up at <laughs> a, <with> a dollar <laughs> <that> store on the
1: way? Right. Oh. So that, and uh, I got uh, picked up a copy of Guitar Hero for my nice. Wii. Which rocks? Yes. And I also got um, a gift certificate to Best Buy, which I used to purchase um, Star Wars Lego Saga. Yes. And how's that going? There's a lot of ass kicking. Is that nice? <laughs> yeah. Nice. I mean Speaking of Mark, see, we're speaking, still on martial speaking arts. Speaking of martial <laughs> arts, there's a lot of ass kicking going on. Some total Jedi action. Yes. And nice. you get to throw stuff around. You get to use your lightsaber. Nice. So sword fighting, sword fighting, sword is good. fighting. Yep. Um, Actually,
0: I saw a video the other day of. It looked like a class, uh, I think it was in New York somewhere, where they teach um, lightsaber fencing. Awesome. Do they uh, use
1: the same concepts as normal fencing?
0: No. Really? No, because they assume that any contact with lightsaber is pretty much a kill. Oh. And that there is no resistance when you're like swinging it through somebody.
1: Interesting. So they kind of
0: change it a little bit because they're dealing with, and it's so funny. I mean, you know, I'm a geek, but there's <laughs> there's limits. <laughs> there's limits even to my geekdom. And uh, you haven't they, shown those
2: yet. No, <laughs> well, maybe no. someday uh, we'll see them.
0: Um, and not like I wouldn't do it if I had the chance. But Absolutely. They have these uh, the lightsabers that light up and make the noises.
1: Oh, you mean like this? Yeah, a little
2: bit like
1: that. <laughs> Who's the geek now? Yeah. Wow. Sterling. <laughs> Pulling out the geekness. Um, yeah, so as they were battling, it would go... All... That's awesome. Yeah. So, well, what did you get for Christmas,
0: Dan? Um, I got a remote car starter. Oh, that's right. Which is super <coughs> awesome. Um... Nice. And, uh, uh, you know, speaking of martial arts and self-defense... Great self-defense item. Uh, uh, you a s- remote
1: car starter. A yes. remote car starter. <laughs>
0: you start your car before you go out, and a young woman walking into a parking garage can have her car started, unlock it remotely, jump in, boom, right. she's out, gone. Correct. And, you know, you don't sit there in the like the horror movies where they're just grinding the car and trying to start. Trying to
2: start.
0: You know long before you get there. I mean most of the time it doesn't matter that much because he's in the back seat right. anyway.
1: Right. But Or if you're being chased by the paper boy. Or and then it's kind of irrelevant as well. For those of you familiar with owing two dollars to the paperboy. Yes. Two dollars. That's that's <laughs> an illusion. Yes.
0: Um <laughs> an illusion. So let's illusion. see, I got uh, I got a fifty dollar gift card and uh, spent that on Guitar I bought Guitar Hero Two for my Xbox three sixty. Right. So I'm not quite hip yet. But oh, behind me. Behind I did download the Guitar Hero 3 demo, so I've played four or five of the songs. But
1: Nice. You know, I got do a new Xbox
2: uh, 360 Gamer Tag, so check your inbox for my new... Did
1: you get that for Christmas?
2: Yes. <laughs> oh, uh...
0: <laughs> you know what? I think uh, I think I may have... When was that? The last
2: few days? Yeah. Well, okay. Within the past week. Okay. Why'd you do that? I haven't seen it yet. Why did I do that? I didn't like my old Gamer Tag. Really? So I... Miles, did that? miles Mob didn't really uh, like that one. Well, I would have liked to have Miles Mob back, but that's the one I had on my original Xbox, and oh, I lost all the information, oh, right. and I did somehow I couldn't I couldn't transfer my it over to either. the 360, so yeah. I did some cheesy Miles for Life on the, mm, on that's the startup. Right. But the neat thing about that is when I deleted the old one and created a new one, I bought the 12-month with the bonus month, but you get a free one-month trial when you sign up. For a nice. new Xbox Live, since I deleted the old one and start a new one, I got a free month Oh, brilliant. Before I even start my card that I purchased. Brilliant. So I got 14 months. Like a dumbass, games. I just went
0: in and changed the name and they charged me five bucks to do it.
2: Oh. Yeah, no, I deleted everything and started die. over. And you get another month. Had you known that? I should have done that. So now I am bully on vacation.
0: Bully on vacation. I am Ed Willy. E D W I L <laughs> L I. It's easy that way.
2: And speaking, of, and martial speaking arts. of martial
0: arts, maybe we should maybe we should get on topic here. Sorry for all you martial. Well, this writers. is our
1: this is our um, this is our
0: typical this is uh, our
1: podzor debriefing.
0: Yes, it really is. I mean, you know, we got to get some of that you right. know, stuff in there. So, really, you know, just for those of you that are listening to the podzor feed, um, kind of the reason that we decided not to do that anymore is it was too time consuming. Um, the martial arts stuff doesn't really have to be timely. Um, so we don't have to research news stories. Uh, there's a lot less editing because it's a lot shorter, and we don't have, you know, I don't have to intersperse music into the middle of the categories and all that stuff. So, yep, this takes me about, you know, a half an hour to edit as opposed to an hour and a half to edit. Right, a lot easier. Um, and there's no show notes or anything like that because generally. We're referring to stuff, just concepts and theories and ideas. No prep. Yeah. You just go. Yeah, off the Yeah, we just go off the cuff most of the time. Nice. Um,
1: so, well, do we have do we have a topic for well, today? Well, one of the,
0: one, I you know, I'm just pulling shit out of my ass. But one of the things that Ew. I was thinking of the other day was how poopy my ass is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wow. <laughs> Speaking of martial arts. <laughs> um sorry folks, this isn't off the cuff. It's out of the it's it's out of the shoe <laughs>
0: The poop shoot. Um uh one of the things I was thinking of the other day is common um misconceptions or common assumptions that students well, that martial artists make incorrectly. Okay. And one of the ones that I was thinking of was uh that your instructor knows everything ah yes and that even that that your instructor knows everything about your art because i can guarantee you he or she does not and i think there's a tendency to put those instructors on a pedestal um and you know i think it's especially the case when and the reason i started thinking about it was chance because Chan's been in the martial arts since he was like five, and he's 55 now. So he's been doing it for a long time. He's been doing Wing Chun for probably 20 years. And your natural assumption is, well, he's got all of the answers. Right. Um, and uh, somebody was telling me just the other day, who left and came back from the Wing Chun class, that uh, he's teaching the wooden f- dummy form differently than he taught it when they were around before. Ah, uh, yes. And it wasn't necessarily that the moves were different. It was that um the breakpoints, the teaching points in the form were different. He shifted them around because he thought that I don't know, it it was he was able to split it up better that way or something like that. But point is is that you know, he acknowledged that he wasn't doing it the best way before. And changed it to a better way. So there's nothing to say that in three months from now, he's not going to realize that this way is not the best way and going to change it again. As well as the assumption that um, I was on. Uh,
2: Thanks, Kat.
0: I was on some uh, uh, Wing Chun boards, and they were talking about lineage and stuff like that. Oh, oh, what's what's the what's the form that's closest to the to the Ip Man lineage? And blah 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 blah. Well. Who's to say it man got it right? Right. You know? So I think it's important to recognize that your instructor doesn't know everything and that um, it's good to question, really. It's good if you go, well, this doesn't really fit for me. And the answer could be something like, well, we haven't gotten there yet, or that's not what this drill is about, or we haven't learned that yet. And if they recognize that you're doing something maybe not good for the sake of a drill or a particular exercise, then... That's good. But if they say, well, don't question me or something like that, <laughs> that's, that's no good at all, you know? And I don't know. So I don't know. Can you guys think of anything that uh, assumptions that people make about martial arts or when they're in their class that might be... Poor assumptions or misassumptions?
1: Uh, yes. Um, I always am slightly entertained when someone says, my martial art covers all the ground there is to be covered in martial arts. Yes. We, do, we can grapple, yes. we can punch, we can kick, we yes. can do or, it. Or we
0: don't need to grapple because we're so good on our feet. Correct. Um, yeah. I would completely agree with right. that one. Um,
1: uh, yeah. And I always think, I mean, that's always... a In fact, I talked about this once with my brother. He was kind of looking for some classes for his kids, and I said, as we were talking about, you know, different martial arts and things like that, I was talking about the fact that people have a tendency to not point, and I think we talked about this, not point out the weaknesses of their, or any flaws. I think any real martial artist who studies any systems should yes. know what the weaknesses of the systems they study are. Yes. And if you ever ask a martial artist what's the weakness of your system and they can't think of any, there's a problem. Right. Because, because they have blinders on. All have weaknesses. Yes. Yeah. And, and if if nothing else, if your system takes,
0: you know, twenty years to get through the entire system front to back, like you're still learning techniques in year nineteen, then the flaw in your system is it's too fucking big. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's that's a really important one. And it's important, you know, humility plays a big part in the martial arts. And yes. uh, I've heard people, especially like, you know, the Wing Chun guys get kind of a real cockiness to them uh, because it's all about aggression and punching and forward motion and things like that. And, um, you know, I was talking to some of them about... Uh, you know grappling and uh china which is um joint locking and bone manipulation stuff and uh one of the guys who comes from a rougher part of town uh he was like yeah i i i've, I've tried some of this stuff before and all the theories work really well but when somebody comes up to you and takes a wild swing at you it's it doesn't quite look like it does in class. No. It's, when the rubber meets the road, it's not quite the same thing. Yeah, and I think that's the kind of perspective that a lot of people don't have where, you know, I, I ask the question as well, why don't Wing Chun artists, you know, defend against a wild haymaker swing? Well, because those are so easy to defend against, we don't need to practice
1: them. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: really? Okay. okay. Right, right. Yeah, I mean. How come
1: you don't have brakes on your car? Oh, because oh, it's so easy to st- stop a car. Uh, we yeah. don't need brakes. Yeah.
0: What's that? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, so it's that kind of thing that I think people fall into a, a, a dangerous pit. But yeah, you're totally yeah. right.
1: Which for me, I think, yeah, the other big mistake is don't watch a YouTube video that compares two styles. Oh and, yeah, and make any sort of assumption about how good one style is compared to another. Agreed. Yeah, <laughs> because it's, that has nothing to do with the style. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I think that the some styles are a little bit more conducive to a faster learning curve than other styles. Absolutely. Um, but at the same time, you know uh, uh, a super great Aikido artist and a really crappy kickboxer, <coughs> I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's all about the artist. Yes. And again, you know, we've talked about it is that Aikido's got a steeper learning curve, but there's lots of good stuff in there too, you know? Sure.
1: Yeah, and I definitely think that, yeah, I mean, every martial art has something to offer. Yeah. Even Taekwondo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: come on now. Sorry. Come, come on now. I couldn't,
0: I couldn't help myself. Oh, so I saw the... Uh, the the human weapon on taekwondo
1: yeah it how was it was
0: really good was it It was the only time they got knocked out what do you mean oh really yeah, at their end fight Okay, oh, that, that, that doesn't, doesn't surprise me. one guy got knocked out and one guy actually torqued his knee trying uh, some sort of spinning kick yeah um, but the guy that was yeah. this
1: traditional taekwondo from uh, where's it from Korea like, what, Okinawa Korea whatever Okinawa Okinawa's in Japan Oh, yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah, Korea, is that? Korea. It's Korean martial arts, right? Korean, yeah. So did they go to Korea? Yes. Ah. They went to Korea and
0: trained with those
1: guys. And, nice. And uh,
0: I think there's, they mentioned there's one called Kukseulwan, I think, which is sort of a more of a, uh, the combat version
1: of Is that a family taekwondo. of Taekwondo? Is that a family style? I think style? so, yeah.
0: I'm not quite sure, but I think so. And, um, but I'll tell you what, man, I, I know that a lot of people are critical of Taekwondo, but... I saw I saw a couple of those guys take
1: spinning heel kicks to the head and that just drops you like a rock. I certainly know? have no qualms about saying yeah. Taekwondo is completely legitimate when, yeah. when when it's not practiced as a sport and build right. and build as a self defense right. martial art. Right.
0: And that goes back to your point as well is like, look, you know what? If you're practicing taekwondo as a sport You're practicing Taekwondo, right. that's okay. But don't say, you know, hey, right. I'm a badass motherfucker, because I practice taekwondo like a sport. Right. Um, so there you go.
1: My Mike? B- you got
0: anything? Mike? I'm new to all this, and... <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, so in the, what, the three months, the three, four months? Was it four months, or? Yeah. It was more
1: than that, wasn't it? It
2: was uh, about six, actually maybe? When, when we started with the Tsan Do was about Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. so it's coming up on a year almost now yeah
1: that's true and then it
2: kind of tapered off a little bit and and now we're into our kind
1: of our unofficial
0: classes of uh,
1: yes my style mike has been you know how long are we doing that now two months i think um maybe even three we stopped our official school and now we're basically doing um just a A martial free form i I like what you call it a jam session session. Mm -hmm. yeah so mike's been learning how to um do some stick work, some, yeah. some which I like very much, some modern arnis, and we've been mixing that up with uh, some wing chun and some slapping. And and uh, you know what? Up. We
0: should start. Uh, we did push hands one day, mm-hmm. um, and we should start doing. Uh, I could dust off some of the hapkido that's in the back oh, of my I head about too, because that's yeah. a lot of fun as well. Um, I do think that one of the things that's difficult about that kind of training is. You know, without jamming them all together, it's it's difficult to notice just how different different styles are. Right. And how different you your body, even your body intention is with different styles about how you move and which way you circle and how big the circle is and how small the circle is and, you know, that kind of stuff. But when you put them all together, um, it's it's tough to jump from, you know, even the... Well, let's see. I'm, I'm trying to think because... Like, even the stick work, the stick work and uh, the silat have much different body intentions and footwork to me, anyway. Um, There's a lot more twisting and, for lack of a better word, almost leaning in the silat.
2: Jumping from side to side. And it's it's,
0: it's, it's about power generation and things like that. With the stick work, it's much shorter movements. Much smaller movements, much smaller turns and twists, and smaller
1: circles. That's yeah, what but, but at the same time, the one thing that I've noticed is, because I've been kind of trying to find common mm-hmm. threads because I've been focusing on the a lot on the PSP, and uh, I've noticed that I can take things that you show me in the Wing Chun, the Wing Chun yes. and also applying it to my stick work, yeah. that I can move... Between like I move in C lot, right. and it still works without right. much no. modification. Right. And actually, I found lends itself to be a little bit better, in my opinion, yep. some things that I've noticed. So, but but no, I know what you're saying. That there are it's, it's a, a little it's clumsy you... until you you get the feel for it. I guess is right. what I'm trying to say.
0: So, um, uh, sorry, I was sort of spawned off. Topic uh, that's point. okay, because that's all good. Because uh, this is the only topic we got, folks. Um... So, I think the other thing kind of along those same lines, too, that I thought of is that, you know, as an instructor, realize that two things. One, that you don't know everything, yep. and that your students should know and understand that you don't know everything. Right. So, I, I do get the culture of respect and the culture of, you know, not questioning your instructor and... That kind of thing. I, I don't know that the kind of military structure that often associates itself with martial art classes, and especially karate classes, um, really works in the U.S. quite as much. Right. And I think it's a much better yeah. learning environment if, you know, if one of your students comes up to you and says, Well, what if somebody does this thing? as you're going through a one-step or whatever it is you might be going through, and you go, gee, you know what? That's a really good question. I'm going to have to think about that. Right. Because I think that... Uh, and now I've, I've seen it the other way, too, where an advanced student from another school comes in and starts questioning all your techniques.
2: Right.
1: Um, well, then it's about the intent of the question. Then it's about the okay. intent. And Can I, I probably think that, that even if that's the case,
0: and you say gee, you know what, I'm not really sure, or I'm not really sure, let's work through it together. I had an instructor in college that did a lot of that stuff. I had an engines class, and he said, and he, he, he knew what the answer was, but he would often say, let's work this through this together and let's figure it out. And it's a much more positive learning process to say, you know, gee, if, if I'm striking here and my guard is down here, couldn't he just hit me with that other hand? Right. Well, yeah, actually, you're right. He could. So what would you do if he does? Right. What would your response then be? And let's walk through that together. So I don't know. I think that's a better learning environment. Than, oh, absolutely. Um, so, So yeah, that was my other one. Um, I could have sworn there were some more, but maybe not. One of the things I was going to do is go up to the forums and post and say, hey, if anybody's got any of these... Um, post them out here. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> We're so, them to do that right now. Can you put in
1: some crickets right there? Sure. Uh, sound sure, effects? Sure. If I can give it a shot. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's it for, I, it's kind of a weak topic, but we kind of wanted to make it a short one anyway. I mean, right. do, you get, do you have any anything else? Well, I, want, I wanted to talk to Mike a little bit about, um, I know we've talked a couple times here mm-hmm. and you, really enjoy the stick work, so I wanted you to talk about your experience as a brand new martial artist, and why the stick work is so much more fun, or why that draws you, and just general
2: thoughts about what we've been doing the last couple months. Well, going back to the definition of being geeks, when I was in high school, my friends and I would go buy the the dowels from the hardware store, and tape them (laughs) up and pretend they were swords, and hack at each other, so, you know, stepping back to my childhood, and (laughs) Yes, being able to wail on someone with a, a large awesome. wooden implement but uh yeah, Harkens you back it, to being with a stick
0: is always <laughs> fun.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, you know, pretending I'm, you know back in uh, grade school or high school, you know, other you know, learning new techniques and the proper way to hold a stick and strike and defend and disarm and all the other moves that go with it are very educational and, it, it, and it's much different than what I had known about it and it just is very enjoyable to me. And learning all of those different facets is fun. There's a real
0: visceral experience too to be able to just you know tear some shit up and wait um, till the first time you go at it on a heavy bag. That is a lot of fun it's, is swinging that stick full force. To a heavy bag. I mean, yep. it kind of tears
2: on a heavy bag. Yeah, you, you got the that's what the, the auditory and tactile feedback. Cause yeah, you, you got the racist. resistance when you hit. You got yeah. the sound. You're yeah. you're jumping around. You're moving. You're... And your knuckles don't get bloody. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that
0: the the um, the stick work has at all influenced just your body mechanics about the other stuff?
2: when i do it right technically yes <laughs>
0: okay cuz i've i've had a tough time with the slot that has been that's been a challenge for me as far as just the body mechanics of the slot um, i think it's i think the slot because of the the movements i mean the movements are at times exaggerated and the reason for that is because a lot of it's based on getting attacked with a knife yep you know so you want to get your, you're moving your hips in large motions mm-hmm. and keeping your center of gravity maintaining your center of gravity underneath your feet it's a becomes a real difficult thing to do then mm-hmm. because you know I'm used to Wing Chung. Where when we short t- sweet when we transition our weight, we do it like six inches at a time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we move one foot the front foot forward and then we drag the back foot behind and we always keep the same stance and you know, so it's really easy to, to, to maintain that center of gravity. But with the slot, as you're, as you're arching your back and moving your feet and coming up on the ball in one, you've got to make sure that that center of gravity also stays between those two feet yeah. all at the same time. So. Well,
1: a lot of that actually is it's a cultural thing. That's Is it? not the way Americans move. Right. You no, I, I agree. And we've yeah. talked about this plenty of times. Where we you know, we grow up watching westerns. You know people stand short, right. squared, squared off, punch, 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 punch. Somebody falls down, <laughs> fights over. Right. Right. There's no moving. There's no dancing around, I and mean, yeah. maybe some fancy footwork. Just you know to make them look at your feet for a second, but it's not real footwork that does anything. You know? Right. And, right. And you know western boxing. Western boxing. Yes, there's footwork involved, but and the body mechanics are there to improve the punches. But you don't see a lot of real, you know, exaggerated motion. What was it? We (laughs) tend to put our tools in the way to stop stuff, versus moving our body out of the way to do that. It's about moving your core as much as you move your head, or move your hands, or move your feet. I wonder if some of that is about stamina, is because obviously
0: the more. And and like for example, Western boxers have learned I have to last ten rounds, right? So I got to do this for you know, right? Forty five minutes and, to and an hour, are, and there
1: are rules, right? Right? No, exactly. Right. And that's exactly. the thing is you're you're playing to the rules, right. and the rules say I know he can't kick me. I know he's yeah. not supposed to stab me with any weapons. If he didn't, you didn't know, yeah. I know it. So I can, and I know he's only going to hit me from the waist up. Right. So. You know, and I know, well, I know, I can make this last ten rounds, and I can play within yep. that that precept.
0: Yep. Well, um, and I've noticed too that some of the the UFC fighters and the I don't know, Ultimate fighters or whatever they are, um, they worry a lot less about uh, saving energy to the end of the fight. Yes. Because very often, if you know, they expend. You know ninety percent of their energy in the first round they're just they're rolling the dice they're saying I think if I expend ninety percent of my energy in the first round I can end this fight now as right. opposed to dragging it out for all three rounds or five as the case may be um, which if you're on the battlefield you're not gonna spend forty five minutes facing off with one guy no it's one of one of you is going to die in fifteen to thirty seconds, and, right? And move if on. that, <laughs> and right. then you'll move on. So probably <clears throat> saying,
1: "Well, I want to conserve my energy and not have exaggerated emotion." Uh, right. Yeah. And different intents, and like I said, it's different intents. Yep. You know, I mean, now probably less, but still, you get into some of, a lot of the third world countries. That's where Silat was born, in a lot of the third world countries, right. and you know, the, those people grew up. They they grow up like that. Like they don't have. I mean, this fight's not going to last ten rounds. It's right, right. <laughs> you know, nobody's right. watching. Nobody's. Yeah. Uh, it's it's you know, kill or be killed, or yeah. maimed or be maimed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that. So that's why I say culturally those kind of movements are conducive and life-saving in certain situations. Right. When you get weapons involved. and yeah. You know, I remember when uh, Mushak went over to Africa, people walked around being the Messiah warriors. I think that's the difference, too. They walk around with short swords on their hips. Right. And when you do something wrong, somebody tries to cut off your head. Yeah. You know, we don't worry about that here. We worry about getting shot now, but still. Right. Yeah.
0: But you'd need a hell of a martial art to figure out that problem. Right, right. If they're... Within 20 or 30 feet or whatever. Right. What is that... Uh, Twenty. If it's drawn, you're screwed. Unless, right. Unless, unless they're holding it to your gut. Right. Uh, but if it's not drawn, it's like 20 or 30 feet, isn't it? 20 or 30... 20, it's
1: 20 yards. 20 yards. 20 yards. So you can defend yourself against a gun from 20 well, yards. Well, they say yeah. if, if they're within 20 yards... Wow. The FBI did statistics to yeah. say within 20 yards... You could be hurting pretty good if somebody has a knife and you're trying to get your gun out within right. 20 yards. If it's not out, there's a pretty good chance they're going to reach you before you can draw your weapon. Right. Well, or before at least you can clear it enough that it's safe to shoot and all that kind of. I mean, depend which is what it's I was going to say.
0: That's the thing is, you know, I saw the the one video with the with the guy who had the knife and he was running towards the woman and she couldn't draw her weapon, and I thought, I mean. I would shoot the guy in the feet or the legs as right. soon as my, as
1: soon as the end, the tip of that gun passed. As soon as you clear leather, you start right. shooting and you shoot your way up. Right. I, well, right. And not only that, I'd move back. <laughs> right. Right. Somebody's charging at me and I see him. I'm not going to stand there and go, oh, let's see, I've got a gun here somewhere. I'm going to be backing up, yeah. looking for cover. Exactly. Uh, you know, doing something yes. other than standing there. Yes. But uh, I want to touch briefly on the... Um, uh, the UFC, because I watched the UFC 63, 73, whatever, uh-huh. Chuck Liddell versus, uh, no, uh, the French guy, the French guy. Was it French? No, no, no. That was Matt Hughes. oh there were two big oh, oh, fights. Oh, oh, Chuck oh. Liddell fought Silva. Silva. Fought Silva, and this is relates directly to what you're talking about in the UFC. Um, and the, the fact that they go balls to the wall, no, they don't save their energy. They're not doing that kind of yeah. stuff. They're, they, um, they're trying to end the fight. Yeah. Past. And these guys don't box. They may have studied boxing. Right. They don't box. It is when I swing, I'm going to take your freaking head off. Well, especially Chuck Liddell. Right. Especially he Chuck Liddell. He swings for the fences. Right. And when he hits, it hurts, obviously. But he had Silva at one point. He had Silva reeling. Silva, Got, took one good shot to the jaw, and he kind of reeled backwards and goes up against the cage. And you know Liddell moves in for the kill. It's a perfect opportunity. And he just rained down all hell on Silva, but he didn't land much. Silva defended himself. But Chuck Liddell, he just about killed himself trying to finish the fight, and it didn't pay off. So for the next, right. and this was the, this was the very middle of the second round, so now for another, I think it was eight minutes, and he had a rest in between for the minute. Right? Yep. around. He was just—I mean, you could He's see it. Done. He was done. You could see it in his face. Yep. You could see it in his body. And uh, I think he did eventually win by, by—he they, they, did win by knockout. Right. But uh, you could see it. He spent every last ounce. And so it was interesting you said that. You're right. You, yeah. You take a chance, you take a, well, an educated guess that I think I can finish this. And if it pays off, great. If it doesn't, you could be screwed. And I think what's interesting, sort of along those lines,
0: is that if, if Chuck Liddell at that moment in the fight knew that if he lost this fight, he was going to be killed at the end of the fight for losing, <laughs> he probably would have even given more at that moment in the fight to end it right then. Yes. Because he may have and I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe he's a very educated fighter and uh, you know, he wouldn't he would be able to hold himself back or whatever. But cuz obviously he he made the smart decision to to go okay, I'm not I'm not going to pass out and lose, right kind of thing. <laughs> but I wonder if in the back of his head he knew I I'm going to die if I don't win. <laughs> So I'm not just going to give it my all. I'm either going to take him down or I'm going to pass out from trying. Right. I don't know. Yeah.
1: That's mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, anybody who hasn't watched that fight either, the Matt Hughes, George St. Pierre fight was awesome. Um, I feel bad for Matt Hughes because he just got just schooled. schooled. I mean, he was... obliterated absolutely obliterated and that wasn't even the sad part was because George St. Pierre is he is an excellent fighter he's one of the best tacticians and he's so athletic it's insane how well he moves and how precise his movements are super
0: flexible yeah
1: and uh, not only did not only did he beat Matt Hughes he beat Matt Hughes at Matt Hughes' own game he wrestled him down Mm. put him in an arm bar a nasty armbar at that and just taught him a lesson wow. and even and you know I, and no you know I don't take anything away from Matt Hughes Matt Hughes they even said he's he's one of the most decorated UFC oh yeah absolutely you know and he was a world I career, thought national sure. championship wrestler that's what I say when he got I taken I thought Matt around. Hughes was going to win that fight I thought for sure he'd win that fight well, and yeah and even Matt Hughes was like I think uh, I'm done <laughs> he was like he's a better fighter than I am yeah and it comes down to that, right yeah. there. He's, yeah. And he He's proved He's a better fighter than I am. He yeah. proved it. And uh, it was amazing to watch him fight, really. Especially if you've ever seen Matt Hughes fight and know how good Matt Hughes is. Yeah. For yeah. George St. Pierre to make him look like he hadn't even wrestled before. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I mean, that is saying something. He climbing all over him, huh? Yeah. And, you know, George St. Pierre was a little bit of a dick the last time they fought. Just before the last time they fought. He kind of came into the ring after mm-hmm. Matt Hughes beat... BJ Penn. Okay. And he sort of was like, oh, yeah, I know, he shot his mouth off. Made himself look like a little bit of an ass. So I sort of wanted Matt Hughes to smoke him. But, man, can't. can't No deal, huh? And, yeah, and can't, I mean, whether the guy's an ass or not, uh, he's He's a a, good fighter. He's a very excellent fighter. So. Well, all right. I think it's uh, time for me to be
0: mosey and take the wing Um
1: yeah. Just real quick, uh, I wanted to give a shout out to Mike and tell you that I do still have your book. I haven't read it yet because my reading list uh, is still not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I have that book for a while? So yeah, I'm, I'm looking for yet? something. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna pass it to Dan. I'm, I'm book dry. So. I will read it. I promise. I just don't want you to think we forgot about you. Um and uh, oh, who who emailed us about?
0: The, uh, so I guess some of the interviews on iTunes are getting cut off like halfway through. And it's because .easy is just... It's, it's the worst hosting you can possibly have. And we don't want to move <coughs> everything over because it costs money and it's a big pain in the ass. .easy. <laughs> so, um, I mean, right now the, the best thing that we can suggest is uh, at least what I would recommend, especially if you're using iTunes, go ahead and delete our feed. And then re-add our feed and you should download, it'll download the latest episode and then fill in the all the others with sort of a grayed out text and with the get button on the right hand side. So then you can just try to get them again and hopefully the whole thing will come through. If not, you can go directly to the site um, and it's rockstoremedia.com slash
1: martial arts stuff, I think.
0: <laughs> MA stuff? <laughs>
1: Well, we've been posting links to these, to. We're going to be posting links to these, two uh, To the Podzor on, feed on as well. On so. but we'll, we'll so. try to get, I mean, we gotta, it's a financial thing at this point, and the fact that we got so much stuff, and we've got to figure out what we can move over if we do move, right. and what And now that I'm actually working to... at work, yes, that makes, <laughs> that that's really part of the sucks. reason that we're not doing the Podzor thing either, is Dan yeah. and I are both actually working yeah. at work. Yeah. Working our balls off. Before, not so much. Now, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much working at work. Pretty much? Pretty much. Pretty much. I don't think I've ever worked that hard in my life. I don't feel bad about it. It's a very No, good. no, so no. I, I really like it, uh, I uh, actually have to work for a living. I was
0: definitely um, bored before, so now I'm definitely not bored.
2: Well, Mike used to work I, at Oh, I, I used me, to work so with Sterling, where... so I, <coughs> I know what it's like when he says that he didn't work very hard. Yes, he can <laughs> yeah. attest. Testify,
1: brother! Testify! Testify.
2: <laughs> yeah. Now it's, uh,
0: it's a little hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. A little All right. Playing. Well, we're going to okay. let Dan get to his Wing class. Oh, so, hey, uh, real quick, just some, uh, notes and whatnot. Uh, our, we have a Google group. I think we mentioned it before. I want to mention it again. Um, so yes. Thank you to the individual that emailed us to let us know about the interviews that are cutting off so that we could say something about it. You don't his remember his name? Not a clue. Yeah.
1: That's the way we I'm roll, people. Bastard. We don't do research. We don't I remember think there names. Was a Insert name here. Or there yes. was a,
0: a f- he. I. There I, were letters. I know the characters. characters. I know that he's a second-degree taekwondo black belt.
2: Nice. So yeah. I totally offended him. So you <laughs> totally offended him. Nice. But don't beat me up. The fact See, that you can't remember his name might offend him again. I I remember martial art details. You we were not name doubly details. offended. You know. I really wasn't trying to
1: offend taekwondo no, artists. No. I was just being. And he's also studied a bunch of other being, stuff. I so. was being goofy.
0: So, yeah. Uh, not that we have a ton of activity on the, on the Google Forms or anything, but go check them out. If you have any assumptions that you've made or you know other people made... Um, yeah, let us know. are inaccurate, then... Oh, I learned... Uh, we'll end on this. An interesting piece of trivia the other day. We were doing um, the DIM technique for the, the pole, the Wing Chun pole. And DIM means touch or tap. Yes, which is where Dimac comes from. Ah,
1: Breath, touch or tap, or
0: he said it can mean like period as well. Nice.
1: Dim is also how you declare variables in db script. That is true. Holy shit! It's uh, a point of memory. Right?
2: Uh, uh, nice.
1: nice. See how we see how we brought that. Full, full circle. circle. It comes full. <laughs> see, martial arts are all about circles. Yes, uh, I see. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Gosh, all right. Damn it! I gotta get out of here. So. And, Sign off, sign off. Oh, uh, I'm, Dan. I I'm Dan and I'm going to my wind class co uh, I'm Sterling and I'm going to eat some Chinese food and play Guitar Hero. Gonna eat some Chinese. And yeah.
2: I'm special guest Mike, uh, special. gonna go home and eat some dinner. There you go. You're special, all right. <laughs> sure. yeah,